0: Hello, family, and welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Today, beloved family, I want to let you know something. Do you know we can't lose? We cannot lose. Here on earth, we can't lose. You want to know why, why do I say that? Well because of what the savior said in scripture this is where we belong now here on earth this is where we belong now it's where we were given authority to rule do you know we were not given authority to rule in heaven in the scripture no just in church and in religion but nowhere in the scripture nowhere did the savior or any of the apostles say we're going to heaven to rule but it did say we were given the authority to rule on the earth so i wonder why so many people are hoping praying and expecting to leave most christians are more focused on getting out of here going to heaven where we are not invited i might add than being obedient here on earth where we were not only invited to be but we were created from the earth given authority over the earth and given an, an assignment on the earth yeah as follows be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth on the earth now that's genesis 1 28. we were given an assignment be fruitful and multiply here on earth replenish the earth and subdue it have dominion over the fish of the sea over the file of the air over every living thing that moveth on upon the earth. And you know, and it says to have dominion over the whole earth. You may say, you may say, where are you going with this? Well, my dear beloved family, I have bad news for you. Yeah. While you are praying, hoping and expecting to leave and fly to heaven, Your Savior, the only begotten son of Yah, and you may call him the Lord, prayed this in John 17, 9, and John 15, 17. This is what he prayed. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. He's talking to his father. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. And did you hear that? Let me read that for you one more time. Just for your um, notes. This is John. Re- John 17:9 and then I read John then I go to 15 verse 15 and 17. That's what it is 15 through 17. Sorry. John 17:9. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. Then I jump down to verse 15 through 17. 15. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world. But that you should keep them from the evil one 16 they are not of the world just as I am not of the world 17 sanctify them by your truth your word is truth now beloved family tell me something whose prayer do you think the father is going to answer hmm yours come and get me and take me to heaven or his sons I do not want you to take them out of this world here on on the earth but keep them from the evil one now whose prayer do you think he's going to a- answer if you don't know the answer let me help you he's going to answer his son's prayer who just happens to be his living word Shouldn't we be praying, Father, help me complete my assignment here on earth as you commanded in the beginning? Don't you think we should pray that? Scripture tells us that there will be a renewed earth and a renewed heaven. Most people think, oh, this earth is going to be destroyed. This earth age will, but the earth will be renewed. He's not going to destroy it. He promised he was never, he was not going to destroy it. Now, um, I went online and there's an article here by Brandon Andres and Christian, Christian Week. It was written November seventh, two thousand sixteen. I, I wanted to read some of it. Okay, it begins from the words of the prophets in the Old Testament, leading up to and culminating in the teachings of Jesus through the writings to the early church. There is a sense that they were—they have God. I say Yah isn't giving up on the creation that was called good from the very beginning. In fact, there is very clear scriptural evidence that Yah, they wrote God, has always had every intention of renewing and restoring the entire created order rather than destroying it. This is a strong assertion being that it contradicts the teaching and understanding of many Christians who believe that Yah, written God, will one day destroy the heavens and the earth and then take them away to a spiritual heaven to live for eternity. But as we look through the biblical narrative, we find a creation suffering under the weight of sin and death, Romans 8. We find a creation subjected to frustration. We find a creation groaning for liberation from the curse under which it has been placed. Physical creation, tangible creation, touchable creation. It is a creation that is enslaved and longing to be free, but not destroyed, not annihilated not discarded and not thrown into the trash bin of history it is a creation that will be saved renewed and restored Are, are you following me right now and it goes on to say and it is not just the creation in which we live and which surrounds us that will be completely renewed and restored we too long for liberation from death and decay as well you know we will have spiritual bodies that will not age that will not get sick will never die as it was in the beginning before man sinned against their father the creator they failed Yah. continuing presently we have and enjoy the first fruits of the Holy Spirit given to us by Yah, written God which gives us a foretaste of the blissful things to come. But we also groan inwardly as we wait for the redemption of our bodies which will reveal our adoption or our manifestation of Yah's sons and daughters. That's in you read that in Romans 8.23. Then he has here a surprising discovery. This surprising discovery, which stands in stark contrast to the belief that Yah, written God, will one day destroy the heavens and the earth, is a beautiful synergy of God's restorative work through Yahushua HaMashiach, written Jesus Christ, Not just for humanity, but also for the entire created order. For Yah, written for God, so loved the world, the cosmos, the entire created order, that he sent his son, John 3.16. You can read that. But despite all that Paul has written about how creation will be set free from its bondage to decay, And corruption, and despite Yahusha, written Jesus, talking to the disciples about the renewal of all things, there are still a couple of misunderstood verses that have led us to believe that the earth will one day be destroyed and that our future hope is in a disembodied spiritual heaven. Okay, I'm going to continue the material elements of the universe will flare and melt with fire, but we look for new heavens and a new earth according to his promise, in which righteousness, uprightness, freedom from sin, and right standing with God is to abide. Second Peter 3 12 and 13. Then we'll go to Revelation 21. 1. Then I saw a new sky, heaven, a new heaven, and a new earth from the former sky sky or former heaven, and the former earth had passed away, and there no longer existed any sea. Now, that's Revelation 21. At first glance, these verses seemingly contradict the very position I have proposed. I'm still reading from this article that God is in the process of renewing and restoring all of creation. However, the key to unlocking these verses and having a better and more comprehensive understanding of what the text is really saying lies with the word new. As we look at the original Greek language, we find something very interesting. There are two words that can be used to describe something as new. The first word is neo, neo or neo, and is used to describe something that is new in time. For example, a house that is newly restored to its original condition could never be neo because it is not new in time. When the house was first built, it was neo, but being that it is now something old, it is Archaeus, or some say Archaeus, being renewed or restored. That's what that means. It can never be described as Neo again. Neo is not the word used in the passages from Second Peter or Revelation. The word that is used to describe the new heavens and the new earth in those passages is Kainos, some say kainos. I prefer kainos. Kainos also means new, but it is describing something that is qualitatively new or renewed. Hmm. Let's read that again. The word that is used to describe the new heavens and the new earth in those passages, kinos. Kinos also means new, but it is describing something that is qualitatively new or renewed. Hmm. Interestingly enough, it is the word kinos that Paul uses to describe the Christian as a new. Creation. The individual Christian has not been vaporized into non-existence and newly created. Rather, the old Archaeus, or Archaeus has passed away. And the new Kainos has come. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, the passages of are not alluding to a heaven and earth that are destroyed and then replaced by a heaven and earth that is newly created. They are both speaking of the current heaven and earth passing from one condition to another. Parakomai. Parakomai. That's how you pronounce it. Being qualitatively Renewed. Tainos. To their full glory. Which is beyond anything that we can comprehend. Parakomai. The final destination for Yah's written God's people is not going up to Yah or to God in heaven while the earth and sky is destroyed. Rather... The final destination is a renewed world and cosmos in which Yah, you make, he wrote God, comes down to be among His people. Now, beloved, if that doesn't get you excited about the possibilities in our future, I don't know what will. I'll say it again: we cannot lose here on Earth. It was made for us we were made from it we were given authority to rule over it and everything on it you say well well, why aren't we doing that now well what happened well when adam and Kua, who's called eve when they sinned against the father and disobeyed they turned the authority over to the evil one the one who's called satan the devil who's mistakenly called lucifer that's not his name he, his that was inserted lucifer was for star worship of a planet venus he is not a light bringer okay so his name never was lucifer that was inserted in i forget what year that was but it was never always in the scripture all right i don't want to digress but um We, you know, man was in paradise. Eden means paradise. When you translate, it's paradise. And what did the Savior say when he was nailed to that tree, hanging on that tree that they call the cross, when the, when the, the robber, the, one of the robbers next to him said, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom? He said, today... Meaning now, you will be with me in paradise. Did he say in heaven? No, he said in paradise. And he wasn't talking about what they have in there today. What it means, he saying now that you, what you've done, you will be, because that will be a lie. Because he had to go be put in the tomb and buried in there three days and three nights. And didn't resurrect so he couldn't have said today they did it that day that would have been a lot you see some you know some things are just translated to where the the give a wrong understanding that's why sometimes we have to we have to do a word search we have we have to go deeper i know some people say you know um they don't like it when people go into the greek or the hebrew or whatever i mean some we have to get the understanding because we were commanded. Remember, the Father does not give a suggestion. Everything he says is a command, it's an order. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Then he said, let them have dominion, which is rule, authority, over the in the air, over the animal, every, every creeping thing, over the whole earth. This is where we were given rule. And we have not done that. So why are we going to leave and fly away and go rule and rule heaven? He does not need us to rule in heaven. That's his domain. That's his domain. And he's got that covered. We are not going to do any ruling in heaven. I assure you. But we are going to have to finish what we started here on earth. Because he did not change his mind. When he says something, he says what he means, and he means what he says. He is his word, and his word is him. And what did he say? Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth. You say replenish, because there was the first earth age. We are in the second earth age. You don't replenish something unless there was something before that you need to replace, right? Replenish. Okay. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. From whom? From what? And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the file of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Hmm. Let's go back to John. Like I said, whose prayer do you think he's going to answer? Oh, come on, Jesus, come on, take us away. Come rapture us away. Whose prayer is going to answer? John 17, 9. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me. Talking to his heavenly father, our father, for they are yours. Jump down to verse 15 through 17. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world. Now see, we can listen to that man and woman in the pulpit or or, or, or on a podcast like this, you know, tell us that, you know, he's he's coming back to take us out of the world. But it says right, he said, I do not pray that you should come take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one. I mean, what are we, we going to do with that? Are we just going to throw it out? Well, there are some people who say, well, I don't care what the Bible says. I know what my pastor said. I know I believe. <laughs> you know, come on him. Sixteen, they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Sanctify. Them. Sanctify. Cleanse them by your truth. Your word is truth. Now, his word is truth, and he said that you should not take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil one. And he gave us dominion. He gave us power. And his kadash, his set-apart spirit that's called Holy Spirit, dwells in us. We are empowered. His spirit dwells in us, and we dwell in him. We are seated in the Messiah who is seated in the third heaven next to his, the throne with his father. And beloved, if there's a third heaven, there's a second and a first, right? Mm-hmm. So, I just say, what are we going to do with that? We can't lose here on earth. We should pray this. Father, help me complete my assignment. You gave me here on earth as you commanded in the beginning. You have not changed anything. Beloved, he has not changed anything. When he said it is finished, it was finished. He didn't change anything. If he had changed it, he would have said it. And he didn't. And his his son followed suit. His living word, when he was hanging on that tree, after he had paid for by the whippings that's, that's when he paid for all the sickness and disease by his stripes. That's now this is two separate things. When he died on that tree and then resurrected, that's when he saved us, paid for salvation. So those were two different things. But he did them both. He said it is finished when he and he gave what they say gave up the ghost. In other words, gave up his spirit, he died. It is finished. we are going to have a new earth shall i say a re- renewed earth and there will be a renewed heaven just like we're going to have we're going we're going to have a new body a renewed body a body that doesn't deteriorate but you know when we receive our new bodies it's going to happen When he comes back in the twinkling of an eye, bam, we're changed from corruption to incorruption. From flesh to spiritual. Because this corrupted, this corruptible flesh cannot come in his presence. He's too righteous. What they would say, too holy. No, nothing corrupt can come in his presence that's why we'll be changed automatically in an incorruptible body incorruptible body even those that will be sentenced to the abyss that will not be with him in paradise that are going to the lake of fire or to that will be sent away from him forever everyone will have that incorruptible body when they come to be judged because he's coming in all his glory that was veiled in the flesh of Yahusha, who is called Jesus. When he comes back, he's not gonna be veiled, he's gonna be in all in all his greatness, his awesomeness. Okay. Alright, beloved, I think I've gone as far as I can go with that. But you know, as I say on heart to heart, you be the judge. You need to hear both sides. So if you never hear this, then how can you choose? And don't just believe me or anybody. Pray. You know, the word says we don't need a teacher. You should not need a teacher to teach you because we have a teacher inside of us. The set apart spirit that you call Holy Spirit is our teacher and our guide. Seek Him. And you know what? When you seek him, you will know when you've heard the truth. He will let you know you heard the truth or not because he's the spirit of truth. And you notice I said he, not it. I know this sounds more like a a message that I would do on Heart to Heart. I may also put it there too. I mean, not on Heart to Heart, on A Hope Kingdom but it was put on my heart to do this here too to the masses you are the the multitude on a, a whole kingdom that's my um my chosen few you know there's hundreds and you and heart to heart there are thousands but i'm responsible to let you all know the truth and you then it's upon you to receive it or reject it but you know I say? Listen to it and listen to it again and go into the scripture. Pray on it. Don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. And don't just believe it because I said it. Get in the word. Pray on it. I mean, and if we use our own brain and not just what we've been told or what we've been taught, because we've been told a lot of lies <laughs> on this earth. In a lot of things. And our Savior, Yahusha, who's more famously known as Jesus. What is he? He is the truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life of man. He's also the light of the world. All right, beloved. Thank you for joining me here at Heart to Heart. And you mind if I just... Say a little prayer before we go. Heavenly Father, Father Yah, I thank you for another day. I thank you for being able to rise another day. I thank you for every listener that's listening. And I pray, Father, for favor in their hearts and that they'll be able to hear with their spiritual ears. Open the, there's the ears of their hearts, which is our mind, that they hear your truth, not me, not my truth, your truth. And I hope and pray that I have spoken what pleased you today. Because I live my life now for you, to, to please you and to be a help to your people, to your children, my brothers and sisters. I pray that they were able to get something, Father, that some will be set free. That they will just know your word, Father. I just give it to you. I lay this message down at your feet, and I lay the listeners down at your feet, and as I lay myself. Have your way, Baba Yah, Heavenly Father, and let your will be done. You know what's right. You are not just... Righteous. You are righteousness. You're not just perfect. You are perfection. We can trust you. Thank you for this time, this message, and your word. In the name of your beloved son, my darling salvation, Yahushua, Some pronounce Yahusha. He who's more famously known as Jesus. The Messiah. Messiah. So be it. So be it. So be it. All right, beloved. Until we meet again. Yah willing, of course. And he blisses me to rise again another day. Shalom Peace be with you